course, let's talk footy because it's getting closer and closer. They'll be jumping on a plane pretty soon and heading off to Vegas. The four teams taking part, including the Manly Seagulls and Anthony Seabold, coach of the Seagulls, is on the line. Good morning, Seeds. Morning, Matty. Morning, Michael. How are things tracking from your perspective? It's going to come around quickly, isn't it? Yeah, it will, uh, Matty. Obviously, as I said, mate, we're on um, a flight in about a week and a half's time or just under two weeks. So, um, yeah, we've got a, a trial game this weekend and next weekend. Um, we'll play limited plays. Um, we'll travel to Vegas for both those games because we want the guys getting on the plane nice and fresh and, and, uh, and, and ready to perform over there. So, uh, we've been training for 12 weeks and it's been, you know, we've made some positive games as, uh, as every club would have um, over a pre-season. So we're really looking forward to playing a bit of footy now. The number one question I, I'm get, I, I'm sure you get when you're walking the Northern Beaches, mate, how's Tommy? <laughs> yeah, and it is the number one question, mate. Um, and, and, and probably so. I think, you know, everyone knows what um, sort of player Tommy is and what sort of person, uh, team person he is. Um, yeah, he's, he's trained for a full 12 weeks, um, you know, participated in the scrimmage against the Dragons last week and, um, you know, was, um, was very good in, in um, you know, in what was sort of a, a modified game, so to speak. I mean, he won't play any trials, but um, that's not because he's not ready to play. Um, as I said, we've you know, got nine or ten guys who won't participate in any trials whatsoever. Um, and they're in a little bit of a different training program to the other guys who are going to participate in the trials. But he's going really well. And, um, yeah, I like what I'm seeing from him on the field and also off the field with his leadership. It's interesting that balance, Seebs, isn't it? Are you tempted to try and put a player like Tom into a trial? They're, they're born and bred to play football. They're not actually born and bred to train, are they? Training's a, a byproduct of what they try and do every week. I was talking to Frank Panisi at the Melbourne Storm the other day and Ryan Pappenhausen's going to play in their opening trial match, right? So it, the, there's the balance between what the player wants to do and what you want to do as coach. So was there a temptation to try and get Tom a game or two? Um, I think if we didn't have the scrimmage, Matty, that, that might have been a temptation. But mm. like, as I said, um, we felt as though it was, you know, it was almost like a game, um, you know, last Friday, um, you know, here against the Dragons at Brookie. So, you know, but it was in controlled environment as well. So, you know, we were really comfortable with, with what, um, you know, Tom and, and Daly Cherry Evans and Jake Trebojevic amongst others um, did in that scrimmage. So, you know, now it's around, you know, about having a, a two-week program because, um, you know, you'll understand this. Once we get over to Vegas, we actually almost lose four or five days of training time. So we have to put a little bit of load into the guys at the moment and then uh, and back off and taper a little bit because of the international travel. So, um, yeah, we're really comfortable with where Tom's at. Um, you know, but other guys like Luke Brooks, we're going to play this weekend. Uh, he's going to play half a game against South, um, which essentially is the South Reserve grade side. But we want him to put a... Manly jersey on before he gets over to Vegas. So, you know, he um, doesn't feel uncomfortable, so to speak. He's, all, he's used to putting on the West Tigers jersey for the last 10 or 11 years. So, um, you know, he needs um, he needs 40 minutes of footy in, in a Manly jersey. So it's sort of uh, almost like what the individual needs. That's the, that's the, uh, the method that we've used for this, um, you know, this two-week period. The other player that's been talked about in the last couple of weeks has been Josh Schuster. Will we see him play next week? Yeah, next week I, I'm... I'm um, yeah, I'm really hopeful that he'll play some time against the Roosters. Um, he did some more reconditioning running for his calf yesterday. Um, he wouldn't be able to play this weekend anyway because of the finger. He had a spiral fracture, which will, uh, required um, an operation. And, and if you don't get the operation, potentially there's, um, like, you know, remember Angus Cry and ended up having a trouble with his finger. Um, and that was a, a similar fracture. So we needed to um, have surgery straight away. 
um, which set him back a little bit, but he was still able to do his running. Uh, he's a very skillful guy as, as it is. But, um, yeah, we expect to see him play some time in the Roosters game. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to that as well for Schuster. With the Vegas trip coming up, you and, and a couple of others there went over and had a little trip um, at the back end of last year. Aside from the fact that you got really good tickets and managed to watch a whole heap of good sport, what do you what do you, what do you reckon, Seebs, is in your black book that can help you in any way get an advantage and you've just pointed out there you lose a couple of days of training it's going to be a different experience what did you take away from that little recce mission yeah well we're always looking to see how we can get a competitive advantage in, in um, the right way um, but one of the things we feel you know, potentially can give us a competitive advantage is you know going straight to las vegas and people think why would you want to go and spend 11 days in las vegas well the reality of it is whenever you arrive in vegas the big lights hit everybody you know you, you can't not um, be caught up in, in the lights of the strip. So we wanted to go there, rip the band-aid off and take away that uniqueness, which is Las Vegas. And that was um, you know, some of the homework that we did and the recommendations from a few of the different sporting franchises that we spoke to um, around going there. Um, you know, So you don't have to change your team room, you don't have to change hotel rooms, there's no extra flights on your days off during the, the 10 or 11 days because um, you know, one of the things that we see, and I experience this with England rugby, um, with international travel, it does impact your performance. And if you don't get it right, it can have an impact. We all saw the performance of St. Helens last year when they beat Penrith, um, you know, out of Penrith um, in the World Club Challenge. Well, when they went back to the UK, they, they only won one from their first five games because they didn't quite get their preparation right. So we've done a lot of homework on this. We're fortunate to have a guy called John Clark, who's our head of performance, who worked with England rugby for six years and has used that international travel. So a lot of our homework has been in and around how we can dilute the you know interference of the international travel and the jet lag and anyone who's been overseas know that it's, it impacts you significantly and that's one of the, the big learnings and, and takeaways trying to dilute that mate. we've seen south sydney change their preparation headed into round one in terms of training on a smaller field but considering the dimensions at uh, las vegas is going to be a little bit smaller than than what we're used to have you guys undertaken anything similar um, yeah, well, we actually will. Um, our field gets changed um, on Tuesday of next week. So um, we didn't want to do it too early because you've got to understand um, there's actually, you know, there's, there's 23 other competition games yeah. which are on regulation field. So we didn't want to spend a whole pre-season um, training on a modified field for only one round because it, it doesn't you know, actually help us with the season proper. Um, so what we've done is we've had a full preparation on, on a normal size field. Um, the field gets marked up on Tuesday. We'll get um, four sessions on the field before we fly. Um, and then when we get over there, the field that we're training at in Las Vegas has been will be marked up to the dimensions of um, Allegiant Stadium. So we'll get probably around about seven sessions, I think, all up. Um, but it'll be the, the last seven sessions that we do leading into the game. So rather than chop and change, we want to just focus on the season proper itself. And then the last seven sessions, we go in with that modified field of 63 metres. And I think it's 94 and a half metres long. Um, just one on, on Vegas, but the other way, Seebs, coming back from Vegas and what happens yeah. after Las Vegas. I mean, there's so much focus on getting there, making this a success and, and all everything that goes with it. And you've just outlined the preparation and logistics, but there's another rest, a whole rest of the season to follow. So how much work have you put in as a club on the focus of getting back and what happens when you get back? And is there anything different in, in terms of overcoming jet lag, all that stuff? Yeah, the same on, on the return, Matt. And you're 100% right, Malcolm. You know, you, you're, you're right. Like, um, of course, we need to focus on round one, but it's like round one if you were playing at Bookie or whether it was down at Amy Park or wherever it was. You know, it's one game to prepare as well as we can um, for that particular game. 
regardless of the result. And we want to perform, you know, we want to have the best 80 minutes of the week, you know, 6.30 over there on March the 2nd. But we also need to make sure that we're prepared to play against the Roosters, which I think is on March 17th here at Brookie on, or at Four Points um, Park at, um, you know, 4 o'clock on that Sunday afternoon in round two. So um, we haven't put all our eggs into the one basket. That's the reason why we've trained on the field that we have for, for the entire pre-season. And as I said, we narrow our focus to the, the Vegas game over the next um, six or seven sessions. Um, and we've got to give the guys some time off on the return because, again, Maddie, you, you lose three or four training days when you do return. We're fortunate to have a long turnaround, turnaround um, as are the Roosters. And we're probably fortunate that we're both coming back from Las Vegas, so there's no competitive advantage or no opposition team sort of sitting there waiting, um, you know, who haven't had their uh, pre-season impacted. But the, re- the reality of it is there is going to be some impact, and we've got to try and dilute that as much as possible. Young Tolatau Kula. Uh, saves was outstanding for for you guys last year, particularly at the back end when he, when he spent a bit of time at one. How do you find a way to ensure, or is there a plan, I, I guess, to get him on the ball both sides of the field? Um, because it, we, we know how dangerous he can be with the football. Yeah, the more, the more um, time that um, Tolo um, gets gets his hands on the footy, gets around the footy, like he, he's a real threat. I, I'm not sure whether I've seen anyone more explosive over the first ten metres. Um, in the time in, in, in rugby league um, or rugby union, um, you know, than, than Tolu. So I think, um, you know, the more we get his hands in the footy, the, you know, the, the, the more potent we're going to be from an attacking point of view. We don't want to, you know, have that traditional um, left and right centre uh, where they're locked in on, on the one side. So, you know, again, without giving too much away, of course, you want to get him on the footy as much as possible. But um, as it stands, you know, Tom Chaboyevich is our number one. Um, and he's the best option for that because... Um, yeah, people don't see that the number one um, in rugby league. You know, they're, they're your, your captain of your defence. And uh, mine organisation is, is a work on for Tolo as much as the threat he is um, with the footy in his hands. Um, yeah, Tom's still the best option there, but we've got to find a way to get Tolo in the game. And uh, that's been part of our summer um, you know, preparation. And a final one, Seebs, for you. Second year in charge. You, you know that there's pressure. There was pressure when you walked through the door there, but second year in charge now. Do you feel the expectations from Manly and on you are higher this time around? Um, not necessarily, mate. I, I think um, I, all, all I can do is, um, yeah, prepare the team as, as, as best I can and, and be there and, and serve the team. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, you talk about you know, external pressure, but, you know, I've worked really hard and we've worked really hard as a group to control what we can. I can't control what the media says. I, you know, I can't control what, you know, the supporters of, of our team or other teams, um, you know, say on social media or, or uh, on the hill, all I can do is prepare the team as best as possible. And, um, you know, I know that we're heading in the right direction. We made significant gains last year, um, albeit we missed out on the playoffs, which is, we'll say, our ultimate goal. But, um, I, you know, I think everyone can see that we've moved in the right direction and we've added some depth to our squad. But um, as far as pressure, I think it's just probably perceived pressure. Mate. And that's one thing that I really worked hard on since the days of the Broncos and, and South Sydney as a, um, as a coach for the first time around. So I'm um, really looking forward to it and I feel as though we can give a good account of ourselves. MC's going to ride you hard this year. He's got you in the top four. I've got you in the so. top four, Steve. Don't let me down, mate. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Michael. You're like Flano, mate. You're like Flano. Oh, well, he's just throwing bars. You guys are going to win the comp after a scrimmage last week. All right. Come on, Flano. What's he doing to us, mate? Some of his best. Hey, keep your friends. What is it about keeping your friends and your enemies? You, you, you let him out of the cage and he, he takes a good shot. Good on you, Steve. Thank you, mate. Look, enjoy yeah, the trip mate. to Vegas. Thanks, uh, best of luck for the season. Thanks, mate. Good to chat to you, mate. I'll have to do it in person next time, Matty. He's coming in and chatting, mate. So I'll speak to you soon.